She's April. And she's Molly. And we are the Book Besties. Like, if you're talking to me on TikTok. Bad bitch. I like W because he's a good old boy. He smolders. I wonder if this is the first chat GBT novel. Talk hurricane to me, Jeb. Talk hurricane to me. (laughs) You're commenting on my TikToks. Two weeks in a row I got you. I know. Amazing. It's a shock. But, you know, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Nothing's wrong. (laughs) Just the world is burning. Just the world's on fire. I'm in a lot of pain today. (laughs) Yeah, me too, girl. Me too. But we have a week and that's going to be busy so we need to rally so peek behind the curtain a little bit here we are filming this episode before the annapolis book festival but the episode will come out after the annapolis book festival (laughs) i get to hug you in a couple days oh my gosh i need a hug girl i need a motherfucking hug i need you to hold me and make it awkward you got it thank you you. got it you want to hear something hilarious You're going to love this. You're fucking nieces. Okay. So the girls, I told them that the boys were coming and Mm -hmm. like, you know how middle schoolers are. Mm, Young kids. Mm." And I was like, y'all just stop. They are smart. They like to read. You can play video games with them. You're fine. Mm -hmm. And then I go this morning, I was talking to Matt and I go, remember Matt, the Watkins are bringing Bailey and Piper goes, who's Bailey? And I go, their dog and she goes what kind of dog is it and i go a german a, a, a saint bernard. bernard and she goes no she was so excited <laughs> so the rest of y'all can pound sand uh, the piper's here for me. bailey that's nice. that's <laughs> so if yeah. bailey ends up being snuck into the basement to sleep with piper and the other three two dogs huh. be girls because <laughs> bailey goes where tom is she gives zero fucks about anybody else that's hilarious this is what she did last week tom was up here we share mm-hmm. an office right um, so my recording space is here and then his desk is over there right he was up here in the office editing the podcast, but he had left his cane. My husband walks with a cane, mm-hmm. right. left his cane outside of our bedroom door. Okay. So they, and the door was shut. So Bailey was sitting there waiting, waiting for daddy. And I was like, Bailey, he's not in there. And she looked at me like I was a liar. And so I opened the door <laughs> and she went in into his side of the bed and realized he was not there and went, where the fuck is he? Looked at me. I said, he's upstairs in his office. She sprinted. I was like, this is hilarious. And so I told Tom about it. He was like, she was really waiting. I was like, yeah, she like your cane was there. So that must be where you were. She assumed that is your location. Where else so would I gotta you be? I got to be honest with you. St. Bernard's are supposed to be able to find people in blizzards and mountainous blizzards. <laughs> but she couldn't find him in our house because his cane was somewhere else. I'm not sure she would work out. That's not... His sense all over it. I don't understand why he's not here. <laughs> That's my cat. You'll oh. see it when you come. Honey, I don't like cats. She follows me everywhere. Me. Like, 
You saw me when we were getting, I was holding her because if not, she will hide in here mm-hmm. while we're filming and just mm-hmm. pop out like the fucking yeah. boogeyman. I'm so, not a cat person. That's like, I'm not either. Like but this cat, cat I'm, people, but I'm not. I, I, I'm not either, but this cat, she's, she, she, it's like having a small dog. Mm-hmm. You know, you, Rocco, it was, it, she replaced Rocco pretty much. Mm. She, you know. There's no replacing Rocco. No, Um, I miss him. So, yes. So, I need all the hugs. All the hugs. The awkward, we've been hugging too long hugs. But I have to tell Mm -hmm. you what happened. I told the boys that they were coming to see you. (gasps) Yay! And Sam was like, who are they? And I was like, first of all, you literally know Molly's voice because you'll say, Mommy, is that Auntie Molly? And I'll be like, yeah. (laughs) Um. But I was telling them about your kids, mm-hmm. um, Piper and Liv, and I couldn't remember how old they were, but I knew they were both in middle school. So yeah. James was like, oh, well, I'll be in middle school next year. So they're like, they're both in my age. And I was like, okay, bro. I was like, okay, like Piper is going to be in high school next, high school year. next year. And I was like, but do you want to know what Piper wants to be when she grows up? And he goes, what? And I was like, she wants to be an astronaut. He's like cool i knew you were gonna say that and i was like okay it's like she's been to space camp so you wanted to go to space camp so maybe you can pick her brain Mm -hmm. about like what space camp is like and i said that she wants to be an astronaut she's super into like you know space and he's like well i'm doing eighth grade math now is she doing eighth grade math i was like she's an eighth grader he's like she's doing ninth grade math actually she's advanced i was like he was like well i'm doing eighth grade math and i'm in fourth grade and i was like dude she's advanced as well She's doing beyond eighth grade math. <laughs> but it was so okay. funny. Because she's needs- like, how she- can I compare? <laughs> I love this because she needs this. Because mm-hmm. he is so much like her mm-hmm. in the, that sense of I'm the smartest, I'm the brightest, me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he's going to knock her down a peg and she's definitely going to knock him down a peg. So I don't know. He's really not falter. That's one thing I got to say. He's got going for him. He's like, he's like fine with who he is. I'm looking forward to Sammy cakes. I know his little ADHD bug is going to attach to me. As soon as he sees a kindred spirit in the freaking crazy brain, he's going to be like, eh, Mo! Listen, he loves people. I would guess he comes in and hugs you. I I would guess. That's just his personality. I don't doubt it. Um, And he probably... After he gets plowed down by dogs, because that's what happens at my house. Well, he, he likes his too. Um, <laughs> he will probably need reminded that Piper doesn't love being touched, touched. like James. Um, yeah. Because James is that way too. Yeah. Just, let's just remind Sam that... Piper's more like James yeah. than mom. James has to be reminded, too. I have to be like, James does not like being touched. Touch. You need to stop touching your brother. <laughs> bubble, buddy. Bubble. <laughs> he doesn't understand boundaries. I Sometimes I'm like, I really feel like you need better boundaries, especially because I'm your mom. Like, this is not I don't thing. respect your boundaries, and I'm your best, one of your best friends. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, All right. let's. Let's, Let's talk, talk about American Royals. American Royals by Catherine, Catherine McGee. She commented on our socials. I saw. Piper finished this in 24 hours because I told her we were covering it. And she's read the other ones that we've read. And she goes, I like it. But like, I don't. And I was <laughs> like, word, Piper. Word. All right, so give us a synopsis because you're the host this week. Do the oh, thing. That's right. I'm the grown up today. You're not new. 
I know you took some time off, but get your shit together. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> it's not going well. <laughs> what if after the Revolutionary War, instead of being named the president, named the president, George Washington was given the title King of America? <laughs> well, this book is the story of just that. His descendants in modern-ish day America. We follow the lives of four modern-day royals, Beatrice, Sam, Daphne, and Nina, who's a commoner. So, to start, Beatrice has known her whole life she's going to rule America one day. She is she the just, heir. She's the heir. She just didn't think it was going to be this soon. Spoiler mm -hmm. alert, her father has cancer and doesn't want anybody to know. So she must find a suitable partner to be her king consort mm -hmm. before he passes. Mm -hmm. Princess Samantha, one of the, the the spare, the girl that came next. Mm -hmm. She's next in line, obviously. But she just got back from a long trip with her brother Jefferson. Twin Jeff, brother. Twin brother, who she's older than by three minutes or something mm -hmm. like that. Because she calls him her younger brother. brother. <laughs> um, who's next in line? When she meets a stranger that just might be the one, sadly, he's now engaged to her sister. What a surprise. Then there's Nina Gonzalez, is, who isn't royal or even close to being royal. She just happens to be the best friend of the spare, Samantha. Mm -hmm. When Sam and Jeff return from their trip, Nina realized that she and Jeff left things off a little too close and she wants to figure out where that's going. Mm. And then there's Daphne. Daphne Dayton. That bitch. That bitch. Daphne has known since she was young she will be a princess. She has trained and practiced, styled herself, and taken all the classes. Mm -hmm. She just needs Prince Jefferson to get on board. Mm-hmm. Daphne does not care who is in her way, even if you are her best friend. Mm -hmm. She will marry the prince. Or push you, or drug else. you. <laughs> when we meet these four ladies, they're about to venture into a new era of American royalty. They are telling their story, They and they tell us their stories along the way. So let's dive in. Great. That was a good enough synopsis. That was a good synopsis. I'm really proud Thank of you. Thank you. I um was going to break the questions up by each girl, but I was struggling to like, so I just threw it in the synopsis. Um, I want to get the elephant in the room out of the way first. Mm -hmm. While I liked this book truly, I have mm. a lot of qualms, questions, quarrels with mm. this whole theme and her inspiration being, it fits neatly into the genre and I get where she's going for, like, it's shelves with royal we, red, white, and royal blue, like, all of them. It just feels like it's missing a step. Yeah. What What did you think? All right. So you referenced two of the books that I would say, and also red, white, and royal blue. Royal blue. So those three books are three of my favorite books. The selection yes. series is top shelf. That's a top, top shelf. shelf one. Top shelf. Um, uh, selection is fantastic yeah royal if we you haven't listened to the episode we'll link it down below it's great royal we Chef also top shelf also um, one episode 
And I love those books so much. And there was so much of this that was just like copy paste, copy paste. And my biggest. It wasn't even, it's not even like it's it's touching. It's not even a good copy. It's It's not even a run on one of those machines like this. And it's like the purple ink, you know, and you have to like hand crank it like back from the seventies and eighties. I wonder if this is the first chat GBT novel. What? Chat GBT. Do you know what chat GBT is? No. It's an AI that generates text. Oh. <laughs> like, like people are using it to write college papers. Okay. I've, seen, I've seen a TikTok and I've sent it out. I'll post it in the links. It's a TikTok and it created a Gilmore girl scene between nice. Emily and um, Lorelai. Mm-hmm. And it was so accurate. Mm-hmm. The tone, the mannerisms, the the pauses, everything, you would never know that it wasn't in the, the show. Well, this is my biggest issue with this book. It isn't even that I don't think it lives up to the its predecessors. Mm-hmm. My biggest issue with this book is the history. Mm. I, okay. Which- I love history a lot. Um, yeah. But... I, could, I actually was excited to read this. This has been on my TBR for a really long time. The Same. idea that Washington would have become king instead of president. That's kind of cool. We now have American royals. Um, but there would be so much history that is undone by this. And the yeah. book does not do a good job like explaining those changes. Like, okay, let's talk about good and bad, bad history that would be undone by this. Okay. So the book sta- establishes that most of the countries, especially like countries that are like progressive countries that we tend to do trade with. Interact today, with. Yeah. Things like that. Um, that they are still monarchies. Mm-hmm. Which would basically mean that war- the world wars wouldn't have happened, right? So, um, bullshit flag because right. I forgot my bell again. So, um, you maybe could still have the first world war because that was an archduke, yeah. So, there's still like a royal, but um, a royal element, but then you go on to Hitler being a dictator, right? Yeah. That's a great thing to not have happened. Like no Holocaust that that's awesome. But, but then you turn the coin on that and please understand that I am in no way justifying the Holocaust. No. That was horrific. I have horrific. been to Auschwitz and like, I'm not Jewish. I, I did have a Jewish friend in college. I don't personally know anyone that's Jewish. I live in the Bible Belt, everyone. It's just what's happening here. But, oh no, I do. <laughs> I do know somebody that's Jewish. Um, but anyway, um, I'm not Jewish, but being going to Auschwitz and like standing in the gas chambers, it gave me fucking chills. It was so awful. Horrific. I, I walked yeah. into a room right after they told us that they killed all the babies and then this room was full of baby clothes. So it was like devastating. Mm-mm. So yeah, that was awful part of history. But do you know what, how America benefited from World War II. Hmm. That's how we got our space program. Yeah. So we, and I'm, again, I'm not justifying that they did this, but there were a lot of uh, German scientists who defected and came here. Yeah. And they, they made the space program. And we got a lot of shit from the space program. We got satellites. We got satellite TV. We got television. We got modern phones. We've got mm-hmm. uh, internet. We went to the moon, motherfuckers. Like, well, I mean, there's some people that don't believe that. No, we've been to the moon. Um, and I mean, like, so there are certain things that I'm like, how would they have, like, 
Mm -hmm. settled this. I needed her to like reconcile history. Yeah. Just smooth it out a little bit. Explain some things. Yeah. Slavery, for example. Right. Well, they kind of glossed that over They do talk about slavery. There was one of the kings like freed the slaves. But they glossed over it. Yeah. It just, it just, there was, it wasn't it for me. The thing that the selection was able to do, the reason why it was able to make a monarchy here in America was because it was actually dystopian, right? Right. So we have had a complete shit economy, a shit world, and a family Mm -hmm. rose to power and basically made themselves king, convinced everybody that like, that they're they're important, right? That, that the ways we were doing weren't, weren't working. And that makes more sense Mm -hmm. to me. Then, well, then us fighting a revolution to kick out the monarchy and then going, you know what? We should have a king. Well, what bothers me about this is everything I've ever read and studied and learned about George Washington. He was a very reluctant president. Yes. He never he wanted want to be the leader. He didn't want to be the leader of a free right. nation. He only did it so that there was semblance of control because he knew everybody was going to listen to him. Right. If they were going to make him a king, he absolutely would have told them to go fuck themselves. Right. He did not want and, to be president. A lot of people don't And I that. am saying that for George W. Washington. George W. Washington. I went from <laughs> Washington to Bush because I talk about George W. all the time. George W. I love him so much. I don't always agree with his politics, but he is one of my favorite presidents i really thought you were going to go another way with that because he is my favorite president my favorite George w? my favorite president of my lifetime i like w because he's a good old boy like so he you, never wanted you need to go to uh the national portrait gallery this i've seen his work I've have seen you his seen work. his portrait have you seen his portrait no he's like sitting like like man legged out and he's mm-hmm. just kind of like chilling and you like legit feel like I could sit down and have a beer with this guy this guy who's sober yeah. by the way so no. I the day I fell in love with George W as a president was I saw this video he was he he when he retired and went back to Texas mm-hmm. he and Laura has this beautiful big ranch mm-hmm. and they invite veterans out mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. and, and he them and he paints them and he talks them. He just has them to come hang out. Like, mm-hmm. he likes having people come out. And he was bullshitting with one of the veterans. And he goes to fuck with them. And he goes, put it there. And the veteran pulls his arm out. And there's no hand. And I lost it. And the veteran's laughing. And W's laughing. And everybody else That's is awesome. dead cold. <laughs> and that just proves that W honestly was pushed into it, right? Dad told him to do this. Dad always made W I don't do know that stuff. that's... True. I think he was pretty ambitious. But do you know what uh, Laura Bush's job was before she became a politician's wife? No. She was a librarian. librarian. Mm-hmm. She's a hero of mine. I, I truly, truly. I've actually read several biographies and autobiographies about the Bush family. I, really? I, as a whole, I, I like them. And when I lived in Florida, uh, Jeb was the governor. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I don't really think Jeb is like attractive, but it was so fucking sexy to watch him give hurricane information. He would like <laughs> give all the hurricane information and then he would say it in Spanish. And I'd be like, damn. Homie mm. can speak that Spanish. Well, his wife is Latina. So yeah. he's not just like fumbling through the words. Like he knows Spanish. <laughs> so I was like, wow, that's sexy. <laughs> Talk hurricane <laughs> to me, Jeb. Talk hurricane to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We've lost it. <laughs> the fact that Jeb Bush is on your list just he's he's not. I just want him to talk hurricane to me. <laughs> That's okay. <all. laughs> okay. <laughs> that list still remains Zachary Levi. Hmm. Zachary Levi. Yeah. You shut your mouth. It's not it's that he, when he talks, like ever. What's wrong with the way he talks? It's not about the way he talks. It's like he says stupid things and then doubles down on the stupid things he says. Like he's in an MLM. You right say now. stupid things. Wow. <laughs> wow. He's pushing protein powder, like like your ex bully in high school. Yeah, I don't love the He's beef in an MLM. I don't love the beef. He's up. a boss bitch. I know. I don't like the beefed up gym bro that he's become. That he turned, I don't either. I I'm also not that. really a muscles girl. As proven by the fact that I wanted Jeb Bush to talk to <laughs> <laughs> I'm never living that down. That's that's gonna be forever. I'm texting Katie when we get off. <laughs> Jeb Bush. That's all I'm saying. Jeb Bush. <laughs> oh my gosh, asking that fucking question. <laughs> Catherine McGee is new to us. What did you think of her style? She wrote four different POVs. Do you think she pulled it off? Um. Yes. I think each one was really distinct, and I think the audiobook narrator, which was not. Um, it was one person. It wasn't full cast. And she did a really good job creating voices. She, I will link that below. Hashtag Audible Not Sponsored. Yeah. You guys need to talk to us because, like, you're commenting on my TikToks. Yeah. Like, if you're talking to me on TikTok. Yeah, we still can't even fucking get approved to be an Amazon, like, link. <laughs> you, okay, you will not fucking believe this. You will not fucking believe this. I got a notice the other day in am in on instagram that it was suggested i apply to be an influencer and i'm like i know what the fuck and then i had an ad for amazon influencing and i was like yeah. amazon you don't want my podcast why would you want me <laughs> right right um so anyways the question thing, um you know this book is a series it's it is a series the final book comes out this year i think yes. in november but i'm not totally sure mm -hmm. um I wanted to like it. I bought it. Okay. I bought it. I, bought I wanted it. to read the whole series. Um, I don't anymore. Um, I think even the parts that oh, this book has some bent corners. That is so disappointing. Even the parts that I felt like, I think she handled the four voices. Well, I'm trying to gather mm -hmm. my thoughts. I think she handled the four voices well, but I don't think that they all were cohesively necessary. Like, it was very cliche that you had the sister who kissed the future brother-in-law. Yeah. I mean, that's Spencer in Pretty Little Liars, right? That's that's the thing. Mm -hmm. And then you have the older sister who who's going to be queen, but who does she fall in love with? Her guard. That is so cliche, right? That's selection. Yeah. That's not the America and Maxon. Well, I guess so, because... She loves America fell in love 
her boyfriend became her her hometown boyfriend in selection became her guard. Yeah, but um, yeah, but that's not who she ends up with. Spoiler. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like if you haven't read the selection that came out a gazillion years ago, it's so good. You need to read it. It's very good. It's definitely one of my favorites. Um, so. I mean, that's cliche. You have the mean girl who is fighting her way to the top. That's that's also in the Royal We. I mean, and the selection and the selection. Um, and so it's just like it's I don't know. It was really predictable. And of course, the girl that the prince prince falls for is the commoner, commoner which, you know, we now have commoners married into the royal family, the British royal family. We're looking at you, Meghan Markle. Kate Middleton oh, yeah. is a commoner. Her Kate. dad is a self-made millionaire. Millionaire? Several mi- millions, but I don't think he's a billionaire. Um, Million adjacent. Millions adjacent. But when they were actually together initially, like when they announced their engagement, there were British tabloids that were trying to link her to the royal line for it to be justifiable and then everyone was like just shut the fuck up she's a commoner it's fine like why does she have to why do we have to continue inbreeding this family (laughs) why do you have to marry your cousin why (laughs) um um, tell that to all tile county but you know what that's funny is in this book they talk about my sister and mom are really gonna laugh hard at that joke (laughs) in this book they actually talk about beatrice marrying the third cousin Mm. so or no, it was a second cousin. I don't know. I just remember going. That's too close. It's too close. <laughs> too close. Too close. <laughs> See, I, I think she's a good writer. I like her writing style. I think she knew all four voices. I think. I just don't like the content. Yeah, it's not that I don't like the content. I enjoyed the content. This is a book. I will finish the series. I'm gonna finish the series. I want to see how it pans out. But am I overly invested? No. Am I attached to anyone? No. Do I care what happens? No. I just need to know what happens. And I feel like, so I think I would be more motivated to finish this if it were in the young adult category. So this is a YA book, but all of the characters except for the bitchy one are... um, I have a a question about that, actually. All of the characters except the bitchy one are out of high school they're all young adults yeah. and if they would have made this if they would have made this a new adult book and put a little spice in it then i would have absolutely finished the series so even though i felt like the book was subpar this was a qualm for me and i didn't know how to write it as a question so at times this book go it doesn't balance right sometimes she's writing these characters as if they're more mature and adults in an yeah. adult situation yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, she writes them as kid, kid kids and children. And like, they're yeah. talking about high school. And it's just, I couldn't even out and balance that yeah. out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I couldn't make that part of the story work in my mind. I was fine with the flashbacks and everything when they were younger, but I just feel like if you're writing a book and and, you know, maybe this is the fault of the fact that we have read a lot of books lately. If I had never read the selection, I might have liked this book. The concept is there. It's still the history would have bothered me. I'd have been like, mm-hmm, this is not okay. Like, the history bugs me because I am a, hi- a historical fiction snob. I will say that. I, I don't favorite, even like historical fiction, but my histor- I like My favorite history. historical fiction was written by a historian. So 
Yeah. I'm gonna have issues. It's... And if she was gonna get creative with the history, I wish she would have gotten more creative. Not Mm -hmm. glossed over it. Mm -hmm. I drive hard into it. If you're gonna make it fiction, make it fiction. But I feel like... I feel like that is why this book remained YA. Uh You don't dig into the story, to the world building enough to really make this. Um, So in addition to the fact that nobody is like banging Mm -hmm. and, and even if they close door, um, the only people that get close to having sex are Beatrice and her guard. Right. And the closest they get. And they do, they do have sex, but it's a fade to black. Do they or do they just? They do. They okay. Well, and then the bitch. Because at the her- end, she's talking about being feeling nauseous all the time. I was like, "Fuck that bitch is pregnant." Oh gosh, surprise pregnancy trope. And then, um, and then you do have the bitchy girl sleeps with the prince's best friend, which is also another also cliche. fade to black. It's a fade to black. Yeah, but it's another cliche, right? Mm-hmm. It's like she's been told her whole life that she needs to get the prince, but that's not the person she loves. She actually has feelings for this other guy, right? Um, right. And also, did you ever watch Degrassi? No. Okay. So when I was teaching in Tampa, all my little emo kids were like, you need to watch Degrassi. It's so good. So I like watched Degrassi and it goes there. It goes there. Um, okay. And there's a character there. in the first or second season who has a boyfriend who's abusive and like all of her friends are like, you, you know, you need to stay away from him whatever and he ends up shoving her and she like cracks her head and she ends up in a coma and she basically like disappears from the show they never like revisit her character <laughs> it's like the sister in family matters who walked up the stairs and never came back there was this i don't know i don't watch family family oh family matters i was thinking yeah, with right. steve yeah. urkel yeah 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 mm-hmm. the younger sister who just like yeah just, just just disappeared walked up the stairs and never came back so that's what the whole friend that had been falling down the stairs. I 100 percent knew. What is the bitchy girl's name? I can't keep calling her the bitch. Beatrice, not Beatrice. Um, Daphne. Daphne. I um, I 100 percent knew Daphne is the one that hurt her. Like, okay, she didn't push her down the stairs, which is what I assumed happened. But you know, she she's the cause of her. it. She yeah. drugged her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We start the book in Beatrice POV. Does this make her? (laughs) Sorry, I was trying to get back on track. I'm sorry. It's fine. We started the book. We start the book in Beatrice's POV. Does this make her the main character, or do you think we have multiple main characters? So, I think you could make an argument for Beatrice being the main character and for Nina being the main character. Right. I I think it's a little harder to make the argument for Daphne or for Samantha, but maybe that's because I gravitated to the other two stories more. I'm not sure. But I see. I like, I I identified with Sam the most, honestly. Well, anyway, I, I do. If you look at the back of, well, I'm assuming you have the same copy as me. Yeah. The third book is called Rivals. And I did a, like a little digging about like what the next upcoming books are. And Rivals is like Nina and Daphne pair up together. They, they have a common enemy in the third one. So my guess is that even though to me, Beatrice and Nina were the main characters in the first book, mm-hmm. there's probably more like they're Sam and uh, Daphne probably get more character development. development in other books. Yeah. 
Because what yeah. I know about Sam in this book is that is that flat line. She wants Yeah, she's a party girl and she wants the guy. Yeah. There's no like development. Sparrow. Um, and then Daphne's a bitch. There's no development. She's a bitch. Mm. It's a flat line. She does not regret the fact that her friend is she in a coma. She likes being evil. Yeah, and she does not regret that her friend is in a coma. She no. would have done it again. She doesn't want her to wake up because she doesn't want to get caught. But that <laughs> friend, she wanted the prince too. So I got to cut a bitch. You got to do what you got to do to get her out of the picture, man. I know, right? Like the selection, this book has a hard line when it comes to royal versus commoners. Mm -hmm. Did you think the author was original in her take on this? Like, we get the purpose of this. There is a financial class system here in the United States of America. That's why authors write it into these to give us the parallel in life. Blah, blah, blah. I just, I don't think she added anything to the American royal, like the royal genre. I don't think she did either. I think the idea of marrying a, a, of a, a royal marrying a commoner is number one. It's the dream that you have as a little girl, right? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna grow up and marry Mary Prince William. Prince. I, I, mean, I mean, he's like my age, so Prince William was it? Huh? We all had a chance, yeah. one in a million chance, but we yeah. didn't. I, I even lived in England for a little while, and he didn't pick me. But anyway, whatever. That's super rude of him. I know. Right. How dare you, William? But I mean, I think that's always oh, like dear. the dream. I think that's always the dream, right? That maybe he'll marry a commoner, and then. But you even think oh. about think about movies from like my college days. So I guess that would have been like your middle school, um, uh, like The Prince and Me with me. Julia Stiles. Um, her mom, his mom is like she's a commoner. Like it's disgusting. It's a dirty word, and like how dare she not have royal blood? Right, and I feel like. I feel like the king, when it's revealed that he loved somebody else and he chose the crown. Yeah. Um, I think that was a hard lesson for Beatrice. And side note, I don't think that what he was telling her on his on his deathbed was that she needed to go for the crown. I think she was saying go for the guard. But um, yeah, I think he was saying be with the person you love. Be the, with the person Have you love. Have no regrets. But, Live the life you want. But... They do try to influence her relationship, but nobody seems to give a fuck that the prince is dating whomever he wants to. Right. Oh, little. Well, that's not true. When it comes out Jeff that he's dating Nina, like every. Why would the public be so angry of the fact that she gets. Because like, Daphne set it up. Daphne I know that, but it's so absurd. Way. It's so absurd. So absurd. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I, Nina needs to grow a pair. Nina does need to grow up hair. She is pretty connected. Her right. mom is pretty up there and she acts yeah. like she acts like her mom works at Walmart. Right. Which there's nothing wrong with working at Walmart. Hear me out. There's right. nothing wrong with working at Walmart. There's nothing right. wrong working with anywhere. You're taking care of your family. God bless you. You right. know what I mean? But she's acting like her mother isn't important. Right. She is acting like her mom isn't high in the civilian world right she's acting like they aren't worth a damn right i mean she's acting like she is some piss ant and right. she's not i mean tits up buttercup you like the guy he likes seriously yeah, be happy suck it up fucking move forward when i know daphne fucking judy older, that bleh, fucking judy i know daphne was all like blah 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 and she was all like oh you're probably right but come <laughs> on come on <laughs> Come on. 
I'm only going to believe that mean girl shit for so long. Like, get over it. Right. Sorry. We ask this question constantly. Are these characters heroines? No, none of them. And le- I mean, unless you want to say Daphne is a hero- heroine because she can make shit happen. I, I mean, mean, if she I, was running the mafia, mafia would be rolling. Honestly, she's an unreliable narrator. I don't know that I agree with you on that. She's pretty honest to us, the reader, about who she really is. That's true. We know. She's just a hypocrite. The person that she's a she's a villain. That's what it is. She's a villain. Yeah, that's what it is. She's like the mom from Rapunzel from Tangled, right? Yes. Mama knows best. Mother knows best. Take it from your mumsy on your own. You won't survive. That's no. You also you know who's in that movie? Me. Zachary Levi. I know. (laughs) He plays the voice of Eugene. Mm -hmm. Or Flynn Rider. He smolders and he sings. Hmm. He does sing. Hmm. I have a dream. No. <laughs> I love Tangled. No. Relationships, friendships, and breakups play a big role in the lives of these characters. Hell, it's all they seem to talk about. Do you have a favorite? Are you rooting for anyone? I got a list of them. We have Daphne and Jeff, Daphne and Ethan, Jeff and Nina. B and Connor, Sam and B, B and Teddy, Sam and Teddy. I think the best rela- the best couple was mm-hmm. um, Nina and Jeff. I wanted, mm. I wanted. Them You're to rooting work. for them, yeah. I really wanted them to work. I yes, I wanted B to be with the guard. What's his name? Connor. 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 Like I, I wanted that too. Daphne can go fuck herself. Daphne can go care. fuck herself. Um, for sure. Or- or the prince's friend, either way. But just get away. Um, Samantha, I feel like she just needs to grow up. She needs to put on some big girl pants. But Nina and Jeff, I really... That relationship was intriguing to me. And I think they really cared about each other. And the whole, like, cute thing where he brought her a Wawa milkshake. The Wawa like, scene? Cute. His first viewing of a Wawa was adorable. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like, there's all this stuff here? It reminded me of Nick from the Royal We who was watching trash TV with Bex and eating Cracker Jacks. Like it's the whole thing. It's the same thing. It's something the common folk have that he doesn't. It's them sneaking out of her birthday party and pretending that he's somebody else. Like it's I wanted that relationship. Night night, uh, Nick and Night Bex. Right. Hmm. I'm assuming you're not planning to finish the series then. So here's the thing. I don't think so at this point, although I own the first one and I just irritates me to just own one. So, um, but same. So because of what our filming schedule is looking like for May, yeah, um, I actually took a little pivot and I'm listening to crooked kingdom right now. So I'm back in the Grisha verse. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is the fifth book in that, in the Grisha verse, but it's a part of the six of crows duology. And, um, so like, I want to finish that series and I still haven't read the final, what is it? A court of silver flames. I still haven't read mm-hmm. that one. And I want to finish those series and the third book in the Olivia, Olivia Dade spoiler alert series. So those things I want to finish first. Also, I haven't finished the fine print series. So there's just things that like, I want to finish that that- have higher priority. Yeah, this is not one that I'm like really 
but actually what it did make me want to do it made me want to quick read the selection again i fucking love the selection all five books i want to do it i deeply disliked the duology like sequel duology Mm -hmm. um of the selection the first time i read it but then after we filmed that episode during season one i listened to the the final books again Mm -hmm. and um that the way that that final book the second book in the duology fifth book in the series whatever you want to call it the way that that book is written and ends it's so perfect and it just made me feel all the same emotions that i felt reading about american maxim and so if i'm gonna dive into a royal again i'm reading that series again i will finish it i just don't know when yeah it's not a priority it's not a priority i like it right and i need to know how where it goes right i just i'm not invested right give me a reason to be invested right honestly fill the world out give me a backstory give me a novella with a with some history right fix that like yeah that's the only way you're getting me on this and i feel like because of the way that we keep up a demand with a with the schedule so we have mm-hmm. fans that recommend books to us and then we slide those in i've started doing the april quick takes in our instagram stories so i'm sharing with you guys books that like we are not reading for pod that i have enjoyed um i'm actually going to be filming one today after we're done filming um and like that kind of stuff it's more important to me than finishing a series that the first book was lackluster it's, it's also really motherfucking long. Like, this book did not need to be this long. It's over 400 pages. It's... 440 pages. I liked it and I didn't like it. And that's very frustrating for me. Because I yeah. can't pinpoint why I do like it. And I can't pinpoint why I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So what was your Goodreads? Final I'm, thoughts. I'm pulling it up right now because I don't remember. And I knew you were going to ask me. Final thoughts. I always do. I always do. So I gave it a three out of five. Um, And I don't need to read what I said because I've said it all on here. But I did say. um, This is a solid three and a half. Three and a three out of five stars. And then I put in parentheses, not inspired to finish the rest of the series. So. Mm. Um, But. To be fair, this book of the series only has 3.83 stars on Goodreads. That's, I and think that's acceptable. That's a valid location. The second one is lower than that. Yeah, I don't doubt that. The third one is lower than that. But mm. the fourth one, which isn't out yet, has a 4.12 rating. <laughs> you motherfuckers need to stop rating stuff before it comes out. Not just rate it because you're excited about it. That's some bullshit. <laughs> Hey now, guys, come on. This They're never going to give us half stars if you guys keep it, that up, you know. Right. This one person wrote a five-star review, together. and the review is, I think it's going to be rain. Update. It is rain when they updated the title. That's and they so gave us five stupid. stars. Like, that's unacceptable. Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. Anyway, um, that's all I have. I don't. Do we talk about next week? Yeah, let's talk about next week. So next week, we do not have a typical episode. It's Um, because we're going to see each other. (laughs) Yeah, so what we're actually going to do next week, um, the next week in Podland, not in IRL, um, we are going to have an episode 
that is all the interviews from the con um, that Tom's going to string together. So don't forget that well, it'll be too late at this point. We're going to be live, live all day on our socials with each interview, but Tom's actually going to be recording those as well. Mm-hmm. And then we're stringing them together into an episode that'll be available as an MP3 audio, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and it'll still be on our YouTube page as well, because we are f- filming video. Um, and I don't know for sure, but there's a possibility that we'll be going back into that episode and maybe we'll do some commentary of like introducing the segments. We haven't really decided yet, but it won't be a book episode. It'll be an author episode. It's an author heavy episode, mm-hmm. which yeah. is awesome. We're yeah. glad that. We are meeting six authors. I mean, six. it's really freaking cool. We might, I might run around and just randomly snap pictures with more authors. I want to see do run around. Assist- you don't want to see me running around. I want to see you run around. Yeah, right. I want to see you try. <laughs> you run know. around. Because Katie will tackle me. What the fuck are you doing, Molly? <laughs> oh my gosh. Random story. I have to tell you this really quickly. Um, we had Cub Scout camp uh, a week mm-hmm. ago. And um, we had uh, a lot of people not come because there were concerns for weather. Um, and and so <laughs> we had a lot of taco meat. And so all the guys that were active duty, I was like, have you already made your weight? Okay, here's more tacos. <laughs> We were doing walking tacos, and I was like, "Have you made weight?" Just all the time. I forgot that it's weight season. (laughs) Not looking forward to that. So glad I don't do that shit anymore. Right. All right, besties, we are gonna get out of here because we have a long week still. Yeah, I've got two programs tomorrow. All right. I love you, Molly. I'm going to see you in a couple of days. See you in a couple of days. Next time, guys, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Book Bessies. Don't forget to like and subscribe. The views discussed here are those of Molly and April and not those of anyone else. Today's book was American Royals by Catherine McGee. Your book besties are Molly Biggs and April Watkins. Editing by Thomas Watkins and music is Sleep Sweetly by Prigida. Don't forget to follow Book Besties on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you'd like to contact the Book Besties, please email us at bookbestiespod at gmail.com or visit our website, www.bookbestiespodcast.com. Until next time, besties, get lost in your favorite book.